0: How you doing, everyone? My name is Jake Cantu, joined alongside, once again, Evan Sully. Evan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back on. We finally have the Big D Live renewed. It's been, honestly, it's been a four-month, four-five-month hiatus since I've done a show about the Big D Live, which is actually pretty sad. Um, but we're here to talk some sports because, as we both know, and as the rest of America knows, we're finally back on track after a long, hard four to five months. Hmm. Um. Yes, we and,
1: are. It's exciting.
0: And it took you know it took baseball a long time to finally catch up with the rest. NHL kind of started early. The Mavericks, uh, the NBA, they've started completely. Um. So let's let's just jump into a little bit of that baseball talk because it's the most recent – the Cubs have been practicing since I've been in Chicago, and so have the Rangers. Um, and the biggest news to start it off is – I don't know if you saw, but the Joey Gallo, his whole testing thing is held up right now.
1: Yes, I did see that from the Dallas Morning News. It's definitely something that – you never think it's going to happen to someone on your favorite team or one of your favorite players until it does. So it's definitely shocking news, especially, um, you know, with the season about to start at the end of the month. And he already missed a good chunk of games last year, I believe, due to an injury. So Oblique hamstring, can... I think. Oh, I have no idea. I mean, I hope <laughs> that's not the case.
0: Um, yeah, but hopefully – because he missed a lot of, like, any of the war, like the warmups whatever mm-hmm. like training mini training camps they did see okay so the tricky thing about this is and this could this could like lead us into a whole bunch of loopholes that I, I don't think we want to get in but I'll just touch on this so he took i think in total now four tests and two have been positive and two have been negative and his his just past recent test has been negative so that starts that that's a little concern um mm-hmm. Well, not only for the general public health, um, but also concern because, you know, the MOB and all these other leagues, they're doing this whole thing where you're testing every other day or testing like twice or how many times a week, but how many of them are actually accurate? How many, how many of them are false positives? How, you know, how many are false negatives? Um, and you start to to worry about the inaccuracy of these tests.
1: Right, I think you bring up a valid point. It can be tough to tell, like what you said with Gallo having two positive and two negative. So it's almost like a 50 50 bet at this point. I mean, you want to hope for the best, but you just don't really know at the same time.
0: And and it's hard because then you start to wonder if like because right now they said Joey Gallo is asymptomatic. Um, but does he actually not like okay? So then you start to wonder does he not even have it? If is he not even asymptomatic and he's just it's a false positive? And, mm-hmm. and then so that's like just a concern because if you go in the league, you know, what's going to – this has been crossing my mind a lot, um, and I guess I'm jumping through a loophole now. Uh, but what, what's going to happen, say, for example, when I got I, I – God, I hope this doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But if the Rangers, if six out of how many of their starters have COVID, uh, or the, the, great, the, the better example is FC Dallas, um, one of Frisco's own, Mm-hmm. Um, they had to pull out of their tournament because they have so many of their starters uh, testing positive for COVID in the outbreak. That's so right. like, so do do like they do what they just did in MLS and they just move on without them.
1: Oh, that's a good question. You know, in this case, I would actually say no. I think um, they have a good amount of minor league talent who I think they could go to in this case without having mm-hmm. to completely pull out the season and. Uh, and call it cold turkey because I don't think that would yeah. do the Rangers any good, especially since as you mentioned, it took the MLB a lot longer than other leagues such as the NFL and the MLB to make a comeback. So it would not be a good look on the Rangers part,
2: I believe.
0: Yeah. I mean there's a lot of concerns and you know, like integrating parts that have to be moving. And i'm obviously it's the first time any of these leagues have done or been in a situation like this, so it is really trial and error. Um but, like, uh, again, it's just interesting to see how it's all going to work. Because, I mean, I'm I'm all down for – I mean, I, I miss sports so much. I have, like, six mm-hmm. jerseys ready for me to, to wear. Like, wow. I'm ready. Wow. You are ready. <laughs> um, but I, it's just, like – it's just concerning, you know. And, I, I mm-hmm. mean, at the end of the day, too, like, again, these are athletes, you know. And, and again, this virus doesn't judge. But these are athletes, and, and you would hope these are the most healthiest and these have – uh, these athletes have, like, the most fighting chance to beat a virus like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but, again, off the Joey Gallo talk because th- that is – it's just something that – it's up in the air right now, and then mm-hmm. hopefully in, in due time he'll be able to join uh, the Rangers and the practicing uh, for that. But, you know, as we near towards um, mid-July, we're, uh, you know, we're getting closer and closer for baseball to start. Um, and could you believe the news of Lance Lynn being – the opening day starter for the Rangers?
1: No, I couldn't. That is definitely um, something that I would have to see to believe. And I think I still will have to see it to believe it on the day it happens because you would think that um, it would be Mike Miner, but the Rangers have different plans for this shortened season.
0: It's very interesting because this is the strongest pitch rotation we've seen um, as far as how talented they are uh, since, I believe, 2016 when you had the uh, Darvish and Hamels is your uh, two aces. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, I think, the deepest that they've been. Again, they've had trouble feeling, and this has been the past couple of years with Martin Perez being that number four.
2: He mm-hmm. wasn't sure if
0: he's number four or number three pitcher. Um, so that number four pitcher is kind of up in the air. But that's it, it, also good right now when you have so many pitchers that are in um, the minor league uh, and the system that are trying to make their way up for an open mm-hmm. spot for them to come. And we saw a, a, a few share of them last year um, with Kobe Allard, I believe his name is, mm-hmm. coming up and pitching a couple times. Uh, Lance Lynn, definitely surprising, but I like it. I, I, I like it. It's a shakeup. Uh, do you remember who the first one was supposed to be, or they didn't announce it? Did Chris Woodward ever announce who the opening day starter was originally going to be?
1: I don't believe he did. At least I didn't hear the news about that.
0: Yeah. But it, you would at least think it was Mike Minor.
1: Mm-hmm. Just because he was the ace last you year. Know, and I, I thought he had a decent season last year before the team started to have
0: some inconsistencies about halfway through. The season. Yeah. Um, I even thought Corey Kluber had a better chance than Lance Lynn. Mm-hmm. Like Nothing against Lynn, but Corey, Corey Kluber, again, uh, uh, a Cy Young um, winner, I believe, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, right. let's, And that's, that's still like, that's, Exciting that the like, excitement that I kind of forgot to like that we had because, you know, the, over this um winter uh, off season they did make that blockbuster trade something that we were waiting for um Tron Dianos to do, especially on the pitching side because they hadn't done mm-hmm. that again since Cole Hamels of twenty fifteen, so that it's it's mm-hmm. been a very long time and I believe they got a good deal out of that. Um, bringing up though the schedule. I don't know if you, do you have the schedule up. Yes, uh, I do. It looks like they're going to start against the Colorado Rockies. Which is interesting. I meant to bring that up too because they play like the Rockies like three separate times. Mm hmm. Which so is strange. The Rockies are in the National League. Mm hmm. I know
1: that they, um, that they played the Rockies at home, I believe in 2017, because I remember going to one of their games, one of the Rangers and Rockies games yeah. a few years ago. This was before, uh, before I met you and you brought your talents to DePaul University.
0: <laughs> so I, I, got got one, to I got one more year left. Can you believe that?
1: No, that is crazy. It's you crazy. Are, uh, um, getting right through it.
0: I am. I am. Um, okay, yeah, but you're right. They, so they have the exhibition games of the 21st. So, like, that is literally yeah. uh, two weeks, which is no, unbelievable to is. say. Mm-hmm. Um, two weeks from – literally two weeks from now – um, they will be playing the last um, game of that exhibition because there's only two games. So the, the back end of that, and I believe in front of no fans.
1: Right. That's so, true. which is something I went, and
0: I have it. I went on the, the Globe Life Field Tour. When wow, I was back that's in a Texas. beautiful shirt. Um, and, or whatever it is. Oh, the mask. Yeah, the mask.
1: Oh, mask. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it looks like the, a shirt.
0: Yeah, sorry. I did clarify they give, no, you, they give you a mask, and it's the Globe Field essence, obviously, wow. this year, 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were telling us there, w- which I will say, I wasn't a fan at first of the stadium, just because I didn't want to believe it, but it did have some similarities. Of, I, I hate to admit this, but it did have similarities in Minute Maid. Really?
1: Um, okay. Well, that's kind of nasty.
0: Yeah, but then you hear, so they tell you that... They went to every they went to almost every um, retractable roof uh, or a park that has a retractable roof. Mm-hmm. and they went and studied and kind of as like um, uh, tipping their hat to them, they kind of not stole a piece, but like kind of got it, drawn inspiration from each of the um, different retractable roofs that are in the uh, MLB. So it was cool hearing like and i I won't give away too much because I'm sure you're itching too to take the tour. Uh, I will say, though, it's a beautiful stadium. Um, They integrated some parts from the old stadium uh, that are kind of hidden but are awesome. And they told me this. I didn't believe it. Evan, Mm -hmm. any seat in there is a good seat.
1: Really? So you actually believe this, and this isn't scripted from John Daniels? He's not
0: paying you to say this? we we went we went to like almost every section yeah. of the park every seat is amazing wow like, I'll take
1: your word for it then
0: like I, we went in the outfield right um like high nosebleed sections it looked mm-hmm. like we were like mid-level terrace level like wow. it looked like we were sitting in the lexus <laughs> club from from the last ballpark well wow, the lexus
1: club was pretty nice
0: yeah. It's, everything is so nice. It's so, you have space, you know how have, mm-hmm. you, you've been to Wrigley field, right? Where it's just mm-hmm. cramped, kind of and, cramped. I mean, it, yep. it's an old stadium, older stadium, but it's, everything's cramped. This, you have so much room. So it's so beautiful. Um, So you'll have to, you'll definitely have to take the tour when everything kind of calms down right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a beautiful stadium though. So uh, it it'll definitely be exciting to finally get to see that in use. Mm-hmm. because they, at first I went to graduation there for my cousin um back in early June mm-hmm. and they were doing graduations they weren't even baseball hadn't even been touched there right now mm-hmm. um but let's look let's, let's 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 dive in a little bit of that schedule real quick before we do kind of take a a break a podcast break
2: mm-hmm.
0: um obviously they play the Rockies i guess my biggest question is there um a team in here that and this is kind of a hard question, but that surprises you, or you're excited to see them play, um, or you think they shouldn't play. Um,
1: I think they shouldn't play the Rockies, or shouldn't play in
0: general, or just, or just yeah, should, it or just you don't want to see them play right now. Whether it's like they have COVID, too many COVID tested players right now, and you don't want them to risk it, or um, no, I mean
1: I I think that they're good to play. I know that um. The MLB might not be doing as upbeat of a job as, let's say, the NBA with their bubble in Orlando, Florida, but I think they'll be good to go. I, I will say, I mean, it should be interesting to see baseball played without fans. Yeah. Because I believe, I forget how many years ago it was, but I believe um, the Orioles played a game without mm-hmm. fans a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe 2015, 2016, that was pretty interesting due to uh, some stuff that they had going on in Baltimore at the time. But I just wonder how much of a dead zone it's going to be.
0: And I know with some inside information, I know that they will be playing home run songs, walk-up songs, and adding crowd noises during the games. That's fantastic. to, To help kind of keep the atmosphere up for not only the players, but the fans who are watching at home.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So it, you'll wow. hear you'll hear a little bit more of the music than normal, but uh, they are keeping that up. Um, as far as though a team, I'm excited to see the Dodgers come to Texas. That'll be a, a good series. I believe that's August, like the end of August, the twenty twenty sixth. No, twenty. That's right, 28th. twenty eighth. Sorry, twenty eighth to the thirtieth. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see them. Wait, honestly, hold up. Did I just find something? Evan, can you confirm for me? Yes. The Rangers don't play
2: the Astros until September. Can you confirm that? Wow. No, you're right.
1: They don't play them until September first. Wow,
0: that's a a whole month without playing the Astros.
2: Huh.
1: No, I mean, I'll I'll take it because based on the Astros' uh, off season history, things could get pretty nasty
0: <laughs> it de- it definitely could uh I was mm-hmm. excited to see what you know we saw a little bit of trolling during spring training before
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: all this hit but I was excited to see what fans were going to come up with this year um but we'll have to wait another season hey but we, mm-hmm. we just got to keep reminding Houston we haven't forgot the whole country hasn't forgotten yeah, what they no, did nope they are still on blast you know in the back
1: mm-hmm. of everyone's minds
0: They definitely are. Um, And I guess the final question before we take a break, Evan, and we switch uh, gears to um, both of our favorite teams, Uh, the Mavericks. What do you think – you know, they're playing 60 games, I believe. Mm -hmm. Do you think – and you don't have to have an exact number. um, But what do you think? Will they be on the winning side this year, the losing side on this interesting year? And do you think their chances are – um, better than what they once were, uh, when we were originally going to start at the end of March, uh, uh, making the playoffs. I said the p-word, making the playoffs. Oh, that is um,
1: that's <laughs> gutsy of you to say, and um, <laughs> you know I don't want to jinx them. I want to say, they'll be on the positive side, but they are playing the NL West this year. It looks like in interleague play and. The Dodgers are, I still think, a very good team, and uh, the know West They have some other rising teams and talents like the Rockies that should be interesting matchups and so forth. So Arizona
0: was was has been decent in the past Beers, too.
1: Mm-hmm. No, they haven't. They have a great farm system and have a lot of good young prospects who are coming out and starting to join the forces at the big leagues. So, I mean, I think they could have a good shot of staying around the five hundred mark for sure. Um, especially, you know, with the addition of Corey Kluber and I hope, I mean, hopefully you would think with this time off that those who are healthy had a bit more time to practice in a safe way if they could, you know, get all the techniques and fundamentals down and try to mentally prepare for a season that is unlike no other or will be like no other that we've seen. So, I mean, I I think they can keep the record around 500, but playoffs could, um, I, I don't know if I want to say playoffs just yet because um, it's been, what, since 2016 now, since they last made the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and I believe they haven't won a playoff series since
1: 2011. 2011. Yep. That's right, yeah, since uh, they beat the Tigers in the ALCS in six yeah. games. Yeah, yeah, good times. Nine years. Yep. Mm-hmm. Time flies. Make it
0: ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, if they were going to repeat what they did in 2010 and 2011, this would be it, 2020 and 2021, and I'll wait another Mm -hmm. 10 years. That would be perfect. It would definitely be uh, very perfect to see, especially during this weird time. Um, Let's switch things off. I'm going to say we're going to take a quick break real quick, Mm -hmm. and when we'll be back, we're going to talk about those little Mavericks. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is the Big D Live uh, Reunion uh, once again. Reunion Tower once again. Um, <laughs> my name is Jay Cantu, uh, joined in Texas f- from Texas. The uh, Evan Soley. Uh, let's switch gears to basketball. I know you've been dying to talk about it. You've been dying to see it. We left off on an interesting note. Pe- players retired. Luca was a little beat up. Porzingis mm-hmm. a little beat up. They hadn't played a game together in a while, but they're back. They are back and better and healthier.
2: Yes, they are
0: all of the above. Um, And I believe they have the past couple of days, they've been doing their, even I think it might have been a week now, they've been doing um, some practices at their practice facility in Dallas. Everyone was back. Heck, we even saw Dwight Powell out there looking a little bit more healthier except um, he's not going to unfortunately be able to play during all this since he is kind of still recovering. Mm-hmm. But it, it is exciting. It, ex- it is exciting to finally see the European duo back together.
1: No, it is. I think you hit the nail right there um, because they were a bit banged up when the season was past its midway point, And there were some inconsistencies, you could say. Before the um, before the long break, but it will be good to see them play again. And of course, we've never seen a format like the NBA bubble before, to where there aren't going to be any fans, and the players are basically going to be blocked off from the rest of the world. But you know, I think the um, the Mavs have a you know a great chance to uh, continue off and build where they started.
0: You know, it's been interesting, and I have the schedule up, and I just saw mm-hmm. this now. Yeah. Well, they play Houston, which is a nice kickoff back on Friday, the 31st of July. And that's on ESPN. Mm -hmm. They have two games ESPN Mm -hmm. and then the Clippers on TNT and then the Jazz on the 10th of August uh, on Mm -hmm. NBA TV. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, looking at the schedule, because I'm excited, you know, Mm -hmm. this is a chance for them to get a better seating to avoid playing any of the L.A. teams. Mm-hmm. which I think if you – if you don't go against an L.A. team at the beginning of the playoffs, obviously they're in the playoffs.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, one was, and two, it, locked up.
0: It's it's very difficult for them. They had to go like one and whatever, like win one mm-hmm. or two games mm-hmm. to not make the playoffs. And and then mm-hmm. you also have to bank on the Pelicans and whatnot to help. Right. So they're in. It's just a matter of where they're going to play, who they're going to play. If you don't play an LA team, I think this team has a really good chance of even making the conference finals.
1: Really, if they don't play either LA team in the first round,
0: yeah. I, I really, I really do. Obviously, you have to get lucky seating wise, who you're going against. Um, and let's let's review that again. I said Houston first. You know, healthy Doncic to Porzingis. I believe it's the day, I don't remember the day, but it's the day the um, the Cowboys played the Patriots. That same time, Dak Prescott was having a hard time in the cold at Foxborough. Mm-hmm. Doncic and Porzingis were lining it up in Houston and, and making it look very easy. So Dallas mm-hmm. has kind of had Houston's number this year.
1: No, they have and It's something that's been great to see because it seems like it's been the opposite the last yeah. few years before um, this Luka, Doncic, and Chris Porzingis duo came together, but... I think the um the Rockets opener should be a fun one just because of the uh the in-state rivalry and also because you have two really good teams going at it and they've been pretty evenly matched this year. So I think that'll be um interesting to see because you know I think you could also point out to the comparison between the games of James Harden and Luca, and it'll be cool to see um if they're still a bit uh cold or if they are um back in shape and ready to get at it
0: yeah uh and all positives on social media is seeing what they're saying and obviously they're saying the right things how could you not yep. I mean you're excited to play basketball mm-hmm. you're excited to be back together you almost have your full team you know they're going to go a little bit smaller right now um mm-hmm. you're not I believe Willie Colley Stein opted out which mm-hmm. um good for him because he has a kid now so
1: right no know. that's um for, yeah. for good reason and I also I mean I don't think Courtney Lee is going to play, but yeah. they signed Trey Burke, right? Trying, they Burke. got him back.
0: I, and, I believe uh, he went from 23, now he's number 32. So he's flipping the, yes. flipping the script right. on us.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so a good
0: addition. Rick Carlisle knows. He, this is what I love, and I'm going to break mm-hmm. it down. This is what I love because we, we've seen this before, and I, I'm going to ask you this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's, and it goes across all leagues, too. This is obviously a different, you know, they haven't played in four months. Mm-hmm. plus months. Yep. Are we going to see teams drop off? Like is Houston might drop off? Are we going to see teams drop off? Um, Sacramento, uh, well, missing pieces of people not playing, obviously Willie Colley Stein's had a really big hit for the Mavs. Um, and you know, I guess my point I'm trying to make is I believe that they can make the Western conference finals or even the NBA finals. Only wow, because the NBA finals only because we've seen when you have, when you get Rick Carlisle, Rick Carlisle is one of the smartest coaches uh, and longest tenure coaches to ever coach in the NBA. Um, you know, he knows this move. He saw, he signed Trey Burke, someone you're used to. I wish we signed broke off, but he signed with the 76ers. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, you know, Rick Carlisle, know like, you know, him and Donnie Nelson have planned their strengths. They know they've mm-hmm. had all this time to plan. I think they have a really great chance with his coaching. Yep. To make a similar run to what they did in 2011. You know, it's not it's not mm-hmm. a veteran it's not a veteran like team.
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah, again, everyone,
0: but it's it's I think they have similarities on the younger side, and then you have Doncic and Porzingis that are, again, I, I don't know the record off the top of my head, but I know when they're together, they have like a 60 plus chance of winning, 60 percent chance of winning when both of them play. Mm-hmm. Uh, so combining all that, you know, it's the weirdest time to win a championship, but I think it'll be the most memorable. And I think now it's the most up in the air, you know, aside again like, from the Lakers and the Clippers. I think the Clippers are a more dangerous team right now than the Lakers. Um, even though the Lakers did sign, they just signed. What's his name? J.R. Um, Smith. Yeah yeah so he's joining them so we'll see how they do but I, I, again it's up in the air it's the the playing mm-hmm. field even right now uh so i i think this is something that it it, it can be similar to 2011 in the sense of they're going they're going to be surprising a lot of people
1: i think you're right that they'll surprise a lot of people i i'm not sure if i can go as far as saying you know the conference finals or nba finals maybe in a few years or even next year, we could start – or I could start saying stuff like that. Um, but I think you're right in terms of, um, you know, there could be a drop-off in some teams that might have been playing well. I think um, – I mean, they're in, in a different conference, but like the Milwaukee Bucks, I think um, it might be a bit difficult for them, for example, to come back. The Jazz back, you know, as
0: well, I think, too.
1: Yeah, the Jazz, and you could even – I mean, I was gonna also say the Denver Nuggets too. You know, the Western yeah. Conference, His own Denver Nuggets. I think for and
0: Jokic is looking a little uh, slim, slimmer.
1: Mm-hmm. No, he is. He's um, I guess he's been you know working out super, super uh, hard over this quarantine. But I, I heard that um, I don't know if it's still true, but isn't he having some trouble getting back into the U.S. or is that?
0: Yeah, he might. No yeah, rumor? yeah, I think he is.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, that should be interesting. But the Nuggets, though, I think they're a bit of an overrated team. And I, I hate to use that term overrated, but, you know, last year we saw them make it to um, game seven of the Western Conference semifinals against Portland. And, um, you know, they've just been kind of up and down this year, despite what their record says. They just haven't seemed to play as consistent basketball as we saw last season. So um, the Nuggets, I don't think, are a team that the bottom feeders in the West when we look at the final playoff rankings are going to be scared to face.
0: Yeah, I, I, I completely agree um, with all that. And, it, and you also have to kind of look at your own team too. Like are the Mavericks – where are the holes at? And, mm-hmm. and again, they're going small, which mm-hmm. is good. But, you know, we do need to find the holes because, I mean, missing Dwight Powell is hard. Right. Missing Jalen mm-hmm. Brunson is even harder.
1: Right, because um, he's not going to play either.
0: No, yeah, which I mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like to. There's no reason to rush mm-hmm. uh, him at all. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, this uh, this benefited the Mavericks in the sense of, again, like we talked about at the beginning, Porzingis and Dodgers being both banged up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this definitely benefited them to get back healthy because Dodgers had like a finger issue, um, uh, maybe a leg issue or something. Porzingis was a kind of on and off. Not they weren't serious injuries, but stuff that just kind of keeps um, keeps uh, what's the word I'm looking for pestering them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so let's look real quick um, at their opponents because it's not a very large schedule, obviously. Uh, they're they're gonna play these little small games up until the thirteenth of August, starting on the thirty first, and then they're hitting they're hitting the, the ground hard in the playoffs.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: um they're trying to wrap i mean uh, like all the leagues are trying to wrap this up quickly and then i guess like discussing when they'll start the next season is obviously after any crown a champion but let, let's go here mm-hmm. um we'll just give our record and i'll, I'll name him team and just say win loss and we'll, we'll count it up at the end uh sure, starting sure, off in, I'm ready. again on that houston game what do you think and that is um i don't know who i don't know who's home or away Cause since they're all in Orlando, but like. Right. I mean, the Mets are court?
1: technically home. Oh, so, true. True.
0: I don't know, but okay. That's, that's another thing. All right. So Houston.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm Houston. Gonna say, I'm going to say W.
1: You're, you're going to say W. I am. Um, I'm actually going to go with L here and not okay. because I am a Houston sympathizer or anything like that. And I'm, I'm definitely not, I never will be, I think for anything Houston related. Uh, at least sports wise, I mean, it's a great city, but sports wise, I'm not giving them a nod for anything ever in life. Uh, so I will, um, except for now, but I think the Rockets have the edge here. I think, um, I mean, this might be a very fan-like thing to say, but just by working at, or not by working by, by looking at, uh, how well James Harden and Westbrook have been preparing, um, during this hiatus. Uh, it's been pretty incredible, but also, um, the Mavs could potentially have their number with the uh, the loss of Clint Capella because I don't think the Mavs have played the Rockets without Capella, if I'm not mistaken. I, yeah, no, yeah, you, you're
2: you right. No, yeah. actually,
1: um, if it's not to have to change, I should change it to a W. <laughs> Believe it or not, <laughs> and I, I not to um, you know, fall what you said, but I just uh, I completely forgot that they haven't played the Rockets without Clint Capella yet. So I think at yeah. their number, at least in the paint, in terms of rebounding, they could have um, the advantage because the Rockets are a small team.
0: And, and, you know, the first game is kind of hard to predict too. Yeah. Um, because, uh, again, these teams haven't played in however months. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And, you know, it's kind of like – you're right. It's, it's who's been preparing the most. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Harden and Westbrook have definitely been at it. It's going to be interesting, again, yeah, since you, you just don't know how the teams are going to play. Uh, And it's scary because you want to think that they're going to play similar to what they were putting up this past season, but you just never Mm -hmm. know because technically this is kind of a new season. Mm -hmm. Um, Just later. So we're going to say both W's on Houston, just going with our gut. (laughs) Yep. Yep.
1: I I hate to backtrack there, but that is my honest feeling, at least with um, the Rockets having a bit of a new team.
0: And we'll soon find out. But moving on, as they get a couple days of rest, uh, then you move on to Phoenix. What are your thoughts?
1: I think that should be a W, even though the Mavs and Suns have played a bit closer over the last two seasons than I would have liked to see. Um, the Suns are definitely a team that I wonder what they're doing here that are probably just in this for the money aspect of it. But I think the Mavs have their number.
0: Yeah, I, I agree there. Um, Phoenix should be a win. Uh, worst case, they start out one and one, but we're going to say they're going out 2 0 uh, mm-hmm. right now. Okay. Uh, for the third team, uh, next two days, uh, Sacramento.
1: I'm going with the W there. It might not just be because I got to see the Mavs and Kings play right before the season ended, but the, uh, the Kings are just a bit of a mess right now. You know, they don't really have an offensive identity. You know, I don't know how much longer. Um, Or how well Fox can be their best player necessarily. I mean, while he is good, it's no shot on him. Um, They seem like they're missing that extra superstar and that they still have some questions looming around their franchise. And even this season, before um, things were over, they were a bit inconsistent. So I would still give the maps the edge on this one.
0: Right on. And I feel like, too, if it's going to take a couple games for the Mavericks to get used to this playing style or whatever. or used to playing all together as a team. Again, I think the third game, at least they should be back up on their feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. 3-0, 3-0 heading into uh, the L.A. Clippers. That'll be on TNT. This is a tough one.
1: Yes, it is a tough one. And, um, you know, the Clippers and Mavs, they, I think they, they played a lot closer than what the record might have shown this season before. Things came to a halt, but I'm going to go with the, the L.A. Clippers here because I think um, you know with them having both Kawhi Leonard and Paul George finally healthy together, and they've not really had that a lot this season to where both guys have played at the same time and were are both healthy. Um, I think the, the Clippers have the edge there just because I believe they're a much deeper team, at least when you look at the benches. Right now, um, the Clippers are a lot more um, developed defensively as well, so I would give the edge to the Clippers.
0: Clippers are my favorite for this side as well. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I I think yep. it's also experience as well with them. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. mentioned, Paul George yep. and Kawhi Leonard, they're both healthy together, and nothing mm-hmm. against Doncic and Porzingis, but those two really, you know, and God forbid, I'll also mention this. God forbid, um, this kind of crossed my mind that someone doesn't get like Porzingis or Paul George or whenever these teams play, don't get COVID you know, mm-hmm. halfway through because then they have to sit out until the playoffs or whatnot. So, mm-hmm. right. God forbid everyone stays healthy and we're playing with full strength teams. Uh, but this should be, I'm agreeing with you, three, uh, one, the first loss to the Clippers. Um, the next game, which I'm going I'm to say, you're going to be surprised, Milwaukee. I'm going to say Milwaukee doesn't have much to play for right now. So I think the Mavericks get a get a W here.
2: That's interesting. I know um the Mavs
1: beat the Bucks in Milwaukee earlier mm-hmm. this season, but um yeah, actually I think that was without Luka too. That was just with uh, Porzingis. Porzingis, at, yep. Porzingis at the helm. But um for this one though, I'm actually gonna give the the nod to the Bucs. I know that they they technically might not have a ton to play for. Right now, you know, in terms of their record, but I, I still think the Bucks still want to prove to everybody that they're the top dogs in the East and that they will finish out um, as the number one seed. So in and this those, case, I'll, I'll give the, uh, the edge of the Bucks. I hate to say it, but...
0: <laughs> it's you know, all right. No, I was just going to mention, yeah. and the Bucks had to close their training mini little practice camp session mm-hmm. um, before they went to Orlando because they did have a little mini COVID outbreak. Right. So, uh, I don't know how much that affects the players getting ready, but by then that's the eighth of August. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you'd assume everyone's warmed up, but you're gonna you're they're at three and two right now, and I have them at four and one right now, mm-hmm. uh, as we're more than halfway through our schedule. Uh, right. Then you move on to uh, the Utah Jazz, the epicenter, you could call it, um, mm-hmm. of shutting down all the leagues.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but the Jazz on the tenth. Who do you got, Evan Sully?
1: I've got the Mavericks on this one. The, uh, the Jazz, as we spoke about earlier, I think could be one of those teams in the West, along with Denver, who are going to look a bit shaken up when things come back to fruition. So I'm going to give this one to the Mavericks.
0: I agree. I have the Mavericks at 5-1 now after playing the Utah Jazz. Uh, yep. Heading into one of the last games before facing against Phoenix, which is to be determined right now, but uh, last scheduled game right now on the eleventh um, against Portland Trailblazers, which the Mavericks have kind of um, really had their number this year, mm-hmm. especially with the run they made last year uh, with Damian Lillard. But he's healthy; he's back. What are your thoughts?
1: He is healthy and he is back, but the Blazers aren't healthy and back in it. Like a sense of, um, I think their collective unit. And I know that, that sounds very strange to say, but. I know they're getting people, I believe, like Nurkic and Zach Collins back, but those two guys haven't played in over one year. I mean, if you look at it, you know, from a just a calendar perspective. Um, so I think the Blazers, while you have some people saying that, hey, they're going to move up and take the uh, the eight seed, you know, of course I think they have a good shot at getting to that first playoff between the eight and nine seed that they're going to have, I believe. And – um You know, I'm not sure who that's going to be between, whether it's going to be between Memphis and Portland, but I think the Mavs have the uh, the trailblazers number here. They've just not looked the same as they did last year when they made the Western Conference Finals. I think a lot of it has to do, you know, with losing the big men.
0: I completely agree. Yeah, you're right. Nurkic has been played over a year, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see if they can try to get something clicking for that team Mm -hmm. because, again, Portland was on the, the back end uh, mm-hmm. outside looking trying to look into the playoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh but I will have the mavericks I believe, what is that, six and one now? So, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. yeah Six and one. Mm-hmm. And then you have them at two losses.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then finally the Phoenix game that it's to be determined, but it's supposed to say they're gonna play um on the thirteenth of August, so two days later. Um and at that point I think it won't matter. We'll, we'll pretty have a we'll have a good sense of who's locked in. Mm-hmm. Um Wise, but we'll we'll just go ahead and say that they throw it in and they throw in the towel and mm-hmm. maybe they go six and two seven. Oh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna still say that they beat Phoenix at the end there mm-hmm. to go to seven and one. Um. Uh, and I, I I'm assuming you will agree too. Phoenix again. Phoenix doesn't have that oomph that they once had with you know DeAndre Ain got suspended and after that they kind of started to uh kind of fall, fall out. Yeah, mm-hmm, and mm. so they, they looked pretty good at the beginning, but, again, not going to do it for me during this setup. So the worst mm-hmm. we have the Mavericks losing is two games, two or mm-hmm. three games, which, again, yep. that should be good enough to get you in the middle of the pack
2: mm-hmm. to don't, avoid I playing so. one of
0: the L.A. teams. So, I, mm-hmm. you know, the chances of them not playing an L.A. team are greater than they once were. Mm-hmm. Are they going to make it to the Western Conference Finals? I don't know. <laughs> am I going oh, to have to eat my that's own words stretch. On that? Yeah, <laughs> but it should be interesting. Basketball is back. Damian Hardaway, mm-hmm. Porzingis, Doncic—they're all there. The three-headed uh, dragons are ready to slay anyone that comes and plays on their neutral court that they're playing on. I will say its mm-hmm. going to be cool to see the Dirk Fadeaway logo because they're all building the courts right. in Orlando, so it'll be cool mm-hmm. to see his like little logo there. But uh, that will be. That- that's it. Is there is there anything else on the on the Mavericks?
1: No, that's all I've got for the Mavericks. I was gonna say in that last uh, little Steeler game at the end that is TBD against the Suns. Um, it's tough to uh, tough to not forget about that being Dirk's last home game a few years ago. You know, playing yeah. the Suns at home and Jamal Crawford trying to ruin it. So hopefully, there aren't any memories of that coming back.
0: And I believe he's still in the market, Jamal Crawford.
1: Mm-hmm. He is. He hasn't played this season.
0: has not played at all. So mm-hmm. um, we will definitely be uh, looking out for that. Again, uh, I think that's going to do it for us. We're pretty much at the hour. Um, so not really much I guess to mention real quick. Not really much Cowboys news other than the fact that we are on Dak watch still after that big massive Mahomes contract. Mm-hmm. Which I don't. What do you What do you think of that? That much money going to that young man?
1: Well, I mean, first off, I'm going to say that, and I hate to be in, you know, a pessimist, actually, not an optimist, but a pessimist. Yeah. Um, I just wonder how much this is going to restrict who the Chiefs can and can't sign over the next 10 years. And, um, you know, while Mahomes is a good player, you know, of course, he was able to win a Super Bowl, you know, and his first three seasons, you know, technically, you know, two as a starter, you know, three in total. And he's made some great plays. Um, and I, I don't think he's overrated necessarily, but, you know, I – and I'm still trying to um, buy the Mahomes hype, if yeah. that makes sense. And I I hope, um, you know, I don't go on blast for this, but, you know, I think there's still um, a lot to uh, to prove because, I mean, we've seen quarterbacks who have won Super Bowls – Early on in their career as a stars, and then who kind of fell off, like, you know, Russell Wilson. Well, he's not falling off. They just not been back to the Super Bowl. I mean, they did the following year against the Patriots and probably should have won that, but that's a different story because of Pete Carroll's incompetence. But, um, yeah. <laughs> um but also, me, I mean, if you look at someone like Aaron Rodgers, too, I mean, I think that's a pretty prime example. I mean, I know he's a different player than Patrick Mahomes, but he's not been back to a Super Bowl ever since. And, um, You know, it's just kind of tough to predict what the future is. But as a result of this contract that Mahomes got, Dak, for sure, is going to be asking for more. But I think the question is, is he, you know, so-called worth that much um, money? You know, obviously, um, the Cowboys, I believe, they put the
0: franchise tag on Dak, right? Yeah. And they have, I believe, until July 15th to try to settle something before it goes into effect. So, man, that's one week that they have
1: to get their stuff together. And Jerry Jones, I don't think wants to offer Dak that much money. And, you know, I think, you know, you could say that Jerry is right in that sense that he might not be worth, let's say 40 plus million a year, but you could also say that there's no excuse why they haven't gotten a contract together with this much time between over a year yeah, and
0: over a year. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean congratulations to Mahomes. It's mm-hmm. a big big payday there. Almost over like $466 dollars in guaranteed money, which is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But uh and man, winning Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. we'll see we'll see what that spells for Dak Prescott.
2: Um, mm-hmm.
0: We'll definitely keep you on Dak watch uh until they do something and until uh, I believe they're going to start training camp in Frisco in in a, in a couple mm-hmm. weeks. Right. So that will be uh, exciting to see. Sports is back, uh, but that's gonna do it uh, here for us. Thank you, uh, Evan Sloy, for coming, making the time uh, to reboot, kind of reboot the Big D Live on here and, mm-hmm. and have a little reunion, tower reunion. Sure.
1: No. Thanks for having me. I definitely enjoy being back, and it brings up memories of the uh, of the good days before the world kind of came to uh, to a pause.
0: Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. came, came to pause. We'll see what happens next. But in the mm-hmm. meantime, hopefully sports creeps its way back into our lives. And and mm-hmm. uh, it's much needed. It's much needed right now for a lot of people. Uh, but that's going right, to do man. it. You're right. Uh, on behalf of Evan Sully, thank you again for coming on. Uh, hopefully we can do this once again. Meet up a time once everything sure. starts to go off and see if our predictions came true. Uh, mm-hmm. But, again, Absolutely. that's going to do it. Yeah, I hope they do too, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, sports on FM mm-hmm. solely. I'm Jay Cantu. Thanks for tuning in, uh, to the big, Le- big D Live, uh, and have a good rest of your day. Uh, and be sure to check out the rest of our, our radio to Paul sports podcast on Spotify, anchor FM
2: and iTunes podcast. That's going to do it. Thank you guys for listening and have a good rest of your day.